it's just one little sin. Hey, nobody's perfect. I mean, really, I'm not hurting anyone but myself. So doesn't God just want me to be happy? You may have said one or all of those things at times when you were considering a sinful course and trying to convince yourself and justify why it was going to be okay. But what we see is that it never is okay and none of that ever really is true. Today in the life of David, we get to explore one example of a time in David's life when sin seemingly started small, but then grew and grew and grew. And as David tried to cope with his sin, with another sin to make it better, it just went from bad to worse to shocking. It all started with David being a king that was well established. So he had been king for a few years now and he had peace on every side. God had given him some tremendous blessings and instead of going off to war in the springtime when kings usually did that and David had always done that in his previous life as king, this time he thought, I think I got this. I think that they can go off to war and I'm just going to stay here in the palace and uh, remain happy and comfy. Which is okay, I guess, except when he was walking around in the cool of the evening on his roof, he saw a beautiful woman bathing. And instead of turning around and going inside and then a path forward from there, that would have been far better than the way it went. David had his curiosity peaked. And he sent for someone to ask, who is that woman? And then he found out that woman was none other than Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, one of his most faithful soldiers who was off at war, where David should have been. So David sent for her, had her come by him. They slept together. And then he sent her back home. And I guess... It would have seemed okay in the eyes of humans, except Bathsheba then sent word to him, I am pregnant. And everybody would know she had committed adultery because her husband is off at war and hasn't been around anytime soon, wouldn't be expected back for a while. What would David do to avoid this embarrassment? Instead of repenting and taking the fall in a sense by coming clean he tried to fix one sin with another sin he had uriah come home from war and he said uriah you've been such a good soldier why don't you take the weekend off go home spend the weekend with your wife but uriah refused to spend the night with his wife in his house he slept outside because he said if my fellow soldiers don't get this reward i'm not going to take it either David inside was furious. And then he tried again. Uriah, go sleep with your wife. Except this time he got him drunk first. But Uriah, drunk, was more honorable and full of integrity than David sober. And he still would not go in and lay with his wife. So then David tried plan C, which was that he wrote a note, put the royal seal on it, and gave it to Uriah to hand to the general. Would you please deliver this to the general for me? Thanks. Do you know what the note said? It said, Dear General Joab, put Uriah in the front line where the fighting is the fiercest. Give a signal that everybody knows about except for him. 
and then certainly he will fall by the sword. David did that and sealed it, gave it to Uriah to give to the general. And unknowingly, the man who had been so faithful to his king, risking his life for him, carried his own death sentence back to the general. And then everything happened just like that. Uriah was killed. David faked being sorry about it and sad about it. Bathsheba then became one of his wives. Oh, and what do you know? Everyone then found out she was pregnant. According to human eyes, God had blessed this new husband-wife union with a baby right away. But God knew differently. The verse for today is short and to the point. 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 27. After the time of mourning was over, David had Bathsheba brought to his house. She became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. Would the Lord have said, sin is small. Would the Lord have said, hey, David, you know what? Nobody's perfect. You either, Bathsheba. Would the Lord have said, you're not really hurting anybody but yourself, so go ahead, do whatever. Would the Lord have said, I just want you to be happy, so why don't you indulge in sin for a little bit? Because you got this, the king. You're settled down, and you can handle it on your own. Those are all lies from the pit of hell, not from God. And when we drink them in, we too are drinking in lies that are poisonous. Let's just think about how sin starts small in our life with excuses that seem to make sense and then grows and grows and grows unless we stop the cycle with repentance. It's the only way to stop it. If we try anything else, it's just going to be a sinful coping mechanism to deal with the sin that is already there and it's just going to grow and flourish in a bad way and hurt more and more and more people as the circle widens and stretches. Cut it off right now. Realize Satan's schemes for what they are. Repent fully and transparently for all that you have done and then collapse into the arms of God, your forgiving Savior, who assures you that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, even those who have justified their sin and made excuses for it, especially those who have justified their sin and made excuses for it. What a gift God gives when he tells us that all of our sins are paid for by Christ. Never forget that he doesn't rank sin as big or small. And that he does want us to be happy, but only when we repent and know that the arrow from us to the cross, the sin that was transferred there was a big, thick arrow. And the forgiveness that came back to us from the cross to our soul also is a big, thick arrow abounding even more. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace abounding to cover absolutely all of our sins.